here we go. Um, stories like this just hurt me. They hurt. You know, I, I, I don't care about the, the, the race, the ethnicity, the gender. I, I don't care. But stuff like this breaks my heart. Um, I had heard of the, I had heard of the name Tristan Bailey, um, before, but I never really looked into the case until today. And this just, this, this hurts me. This hurt, this hurts me. I don't even, I don't even know her. I don't, I don't even know the, the. The, the kid who, who, who did it. But this hurts me. Florida teen stabbed Tristan Bailey. A hundred and fourteen times. A hundred and fourteen times. Told friends he quote intended to kill someone. Prosecutors say. If convicted, the suspect faces life in prison but would be eligible for a review at 25 years old because of his age. A 14-year-old boy, Florida boy, is being charged as an adult with premeditated first-degree murder in the death of Tristan Bailey, a 13-year-old girl who was found dead earlier in May. Bailey's body was found on May 9th in a wooded area in the community of Durban Crossing, about 20 miles south of Jacksonville just hours after her family reported her missing. State attorney R.J. Lariza told reporters Thursday that Bailey was found with 114 stab wounds and that the tip of the folding, uh, the folding buck knife used in the suspect was found in her scalp. Oh, dear God. The suspect, uh, who Lariza identified as Aiden Fucci, was arrested and charged with second-degree murder on May 10th but that has been upgraded to first-degree murder. The reason said the defendant had told, quote, several people prior to Bailey's murder that he intended to kill someone. He didn't say who, quote, he didn't say who that was, but he indicated to witnesses that he was going to kill someone by taking them into the woods and stabbing them. The statements and the, that the defendants made to his friends made it clear that he was considering a homicide. And I gotta tell you this, it's disturbing and concerning that those statements were not taken seriously by the folks that heard them. Here we have Tristan Bailey. Pretty little girl. Gone. For what? Dead for what? She's she's just going about her day. She's just living her life. She's 13. About to start high school, starting adolescence, bright future, probably wanted a boyfriend at one point, maybe eventually a husband wanted a career at some point. That's gone. It's down the drain. Her life is over. This kid, Aiden, murderer, killer. Maniac. Psychopath. 
His life is gone. What should happen to him? Well, he should get the death penalty. That's what I believe. He should be killed. Um, and you might say, oh, well, he's 14. You know not, you know you can't, let me ask you this. I, 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 let me try, let me not, let me try not to get ahead of myself. These stories really make me emotional. So let me, let me just calm myself down really quick. Okay. How many of you ever had your parents sit you down? And your, and your parents told you, son, daughter, don't kill people. Have you ever told your kids that? Son, daughter, don't kill people. That is something you don't have to teach someone. Now, we do understand, don't, you know, don't hit, don't fight, don't steal, don't grab, don't kick. Those things you do teach. You don't have to teach someone not to kill. Don't kill. He should be put to death as soon as his trial is over. What a shame. What an absolute shame. Two lives gone. One life, one life actually gone. 13 years old. She didn't even, she didn't even make it to, 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 to high school graduation. She, she didn't even make it to 18. 13 year old cheerleader, dead. 14 year old boy. His life is pretty much over. He's facing, he could, he could see prison for the rest of his life. No wife, no kids, no job, no career, no positive contribution to society. His biggest mark is taking a life from this world, an innocent life at that. This hurts. This, this is sad. And... When you read stories like this, you have to ask yourself, why? How? What caused this to happen? I don't want to make this into a whole gun, gun control thing. But I'm going to touch on it. This is about a nasty, disgusting mental state. This is a mental health issue. Should he be put to death? Absolutely. Again, she died because he was a crazy person and he used a knife. And he stabbed her 114 times. I've used a knife thousands of times in my life. I have never stabbed anyone. I've never cut anyone. You have used a knife hundreds, if not thousands of times in your life. You have never cut anyone. You have never stabbed anyone. 
It's about the mentality. What are you going to do with the tool? It's just an average everyday knife. A folding buck knife. A hundred and fourteen times this girl was stabbed. A hundred and fourteen. This is a crazy person. He should be put to death as soon as, I mean, right when the gavel hits the thing and they take him back to wherever, wherever he has to go, just, just, just plug in the electric chair. Just go in and plug it in. It's a mental state that did this. He's responsible for his actions. Are we, are we, are we here talking about the knife? Oh, we need, we need knife control. We need knife control. No. This is about a horrific, nasty, disgusting, sadistic mental state. He killed, he killed, he killed this girl just because he just wanted to kill someone. He just wanted to kill someone. Bailey and the suspect both grew up in the same neighborhood and attended Patriot Oaks Academy, where Bailey was a cheerleader. A motive in the case is unclear. Now, what could have happened? I'm I'm just I'm just going to you know extrapolate here. Cheerleader, thirteen, same school, pretty girl. He probably saw her, had a crush on her, rejected her. He, she rejected him. There's probably some shame, probably some embarrassment. And again, I'm just extrapolating. I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just putting pieces together. And he, he, he killed her. It may have been that, or it could have just been, you know what? I just want to kill anyone. Maybe they were. Maybe they were friends. Maybe they had a, a, a close relationship, and he said, "Hey, let's go hang out. Let's 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 go to the woods." She meets up. They meet up. She gets stabbed 114 times. Sick and twisted. He should be put to death today, as soon as possible. I'm not being facetious. I don't care that he's 14. At 14, you know not to kill someone. You know not to stab someone. You know not to do those things. Age doesn't matter here. This is not, this is about a, a, a mental state. That's what this is. This is about a bad, this is about a bad action from a person who had a disgusting mental state. Aiden was mentally sick. He was mentally unwell and he deserved to be put to death. But we're not calling for knife control. No, we're not doing that. You don't hear any Democrats calling, talking about this. No, you don't, you don't hear that. You don't hear Nancy Pelosi saying anything about this. You don't hear Joe Biden talking about this. Kamala Harris, mm-mm. Chuck Schumer, mm-mm. 
You don't hear that. You don't hear the view talking about this and talking about, oh, we, we got to have knife control now. No, no. Because it's a tool. A knife is a tool. A gun is a tool. A screwdriver is a tool. A microphone is a tool. A shoe is a tool. A fan is a tool. A wireless charger is a tool. A fork is a tool. A spoon is a tool. How are you going to use that thing? And he used this knife to end this girl's life. Thirteen. Thirteen years old. My heart goes out to the parents. Um, I, I just, I, I, I don't even, I, I wouldn't even know what to say. I, 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 I'm not someone who is good at helping people with, with, with grief. My, my best thing, what I do when someone is grieving is I just leave that person alone because I have no idea how you feel. I don't know how I would feel. Let's say this is my little sister. She's 13 and I and I I come home one day from work and I find out that my sister has been stabbed 114 times and she's dead. I wouldn't even know what to do. I don't know if I would scream, I don't know if I would cry, I don't know if I would run out into the street. I don't know if I'd want to drive my car 100 miles an hour. I don't know if I would ever want to speak to anyone ever again. I don't know what I would do. Tragic. This is tragic. Justice needs to take place. Okay. All right. COVID derangement syndrome. I, you know, I've I've joked about it before on, on the podcast and even in real life that I, that I said, I guarantee you that there are people who wear masks at home. I told you, I said, there, there's some portion of the population, there's someone who has COVID derangement syndrome and they're so terrified that they wear their mask at home, even if they were to live by themselves or with another person. Slate has a letter from oh, a, a married woman. The title is, My husband won't take off his mask, even for sex. We're both vaccinated now. When will this stop? I've been married to a great guy for five and a half years. He's handsome, sexy, funny, and kind. It's true that he has always been a little prissy about illnesses, but I never thought it was a real problem. However, during the pandemic, his terror about getting sick has reached new levels. For the last year, he has refused to take off his face mask, even when we are at home, just the two of us. This is true even now that he is fully vaccinated for the virus. He wears it to sleep, to do most of his bathroom activities, and yes, even during lovemaking. To eat, he pulls it up to expose his, to expose his mouth, and then quickly pulls it back down between bites. While he does not insist that I do the same, I can tell it bothers him that I don't. Especially because I have now started going maskless outside per the CDC guidelines and plan on restaurant dining inside soon for a girl's night out. See, here's what you have. Here you have a normal person married to, a, to an insane person. This is a crazy person that she's married to. 
her husband is crazy. There's two people who live in a house. Both are vaccinated. But there's one who's just going to continue to wear the mask inside the house. Go to the bathroom, wear a mask. Sleeping, I'm going to wear a mask. Having sex with my beautiful wife, I'm going to wear a mask. Going to the toilet, I'm going to wear a mask. Just walking around my house, I'm going to wear a mask. This is a crazy person. When I have tried to present him... Back to the back to the letter. When I have tried to present him with the science, he says, quote, scientists don't fully understand the virus yet, or, quote, I know it probably isn't necessary, but wearing it doesn't bother me, so if there's even a small chance that it can protect us, I'd rather be on the safe side. What's the harm? That is the dumb... See, see, it's a good thing that I'm not married to this to this individual. Because if they... Li- listen to this, listen to this. I know it probably isn't necessary, but wearing it doesn't bother me. So if there's even a small chance that it can protect us, I'd rather be on the safe side. What's the harm? Let, let's let's just let's just apply that logic away from masks for a second. You get in your car, you're going to work, and you put on or, or you and I are getting, we're, we're getting in the car, I'm driving, and uh, I get in and I, I put on a motorcycle helmet. And you look at me and you're like, uh, uh, what are you doing, Solo? I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, I just, I wear a, you know, I, I just, I do this when I'm driving. And, you, and you're like, why? And I say, well, I know it probably isn't necessary, but wearing it doesn't really bother me. So if there's even a small chance that it can protect me, I'd rather be on the safe side. I mean, what's the harm? You would probably proceed to get out of the car and you would never speak to me again and you would make sure that you never told anyone that you knew me. Back to the letter. I disagree that there is no harm. I want to see my beautiful husband's face again. I want to kiss him on the lips romantically like we used to, and not through a piece of fabric. He does not change his mask very often, and it often it is, it is often smelly and soiled. And I don't want to feel judged by him for my own behavior, which I consider reasonable. This is making me depressed and concerned about our future together. I have asked him when he plans to stop masking, and all he says is when it is safe for everyone. Which means never. Never. That That's... That's that right there is what that means. Because there's no such thing as safe for everyone. That 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 that, that concept, that time doesn't exist. Well, well, I'll I'll stop when everyone is safe. That doesn't exist. That's not going to happen. What if this becomes a permanent part of him? My mother who is very conservative thinks that I should move out. But I don't think I'm ready for that step yet. What I what I want is my husband back. How can I get through to him? From maskless and alone. This is COVID derangement syndrome. Now, could this letter be entirely made up? It's possible. 
but I'm going to give Slate the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to go off the premise that this letter is legit and real, okay? This person has a problem. And the wife is right. You want to have you want to see you want to see the face of your spouse. It's natural to want to see human faces, especially of someone that you love and you want to spend the rest of your life with. So honey, um what wh when do you think you're going to take off your mask? I'll I'll take it off when it's safe for everyone. This is someone who has just been this is probably someone who just who watches way too much on the news. He just watches the news is probably constantly on on Facebook, on on you know, apps and stuff like that just 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 being fed constantly about this stuff. There are really people out here like this, and that's the sad part. Let me say this. If I were advising maskless and alone, if I were advising this woman, here would be my advice. I would go and say, look, I'm, see, here's the thing. I'm not afraid of ultimatums. So I would say, listen, you need to talk to your husband. You need to sit him down and say, listen, honey, you're being ridiculous. I love you. You mean the world to me. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But you are being absolutely ridiculous. You're wearing the mask inside our home, and it's just us two. You're vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. There is no one else here. It is just us two. And you wear a mask inside. I want to see your handsome face. I want to see your beautiful face. I want to kiss you on the lips. I miss that about you. I'm hurting. Our relationship is hurting. Our relationship is suffering. If you want to wear a mask when we go outside, that's fair. But if we are inside our home, the home that we've built together, take it off. And if and 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 if you don't, then I'm gone. Because this, there there is there's no amount of therapy that I believe can fix this. Because this is someone who's been completely and entirely brainwashed. If 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 he were if let's say they were unvaccinated, even then if they were if they were doing this and still unvaccinated, that'd be crazy. But this person is vaccinated. You're both vaccinated and you are still wearing a mask inside your home. And in between your bites, the only time you really take off your mask is in between bites. Honey, you're not being fair to me. You're being ridiculous. Take off your mask. We're inside our home. I want to see your handsome face again. I miss seeing you. Well, you, you can see the rest of my face. No. Her mother makes a good point. You should move out. 
I would say give him the ultimatum to tell him how you feel, tell him where you're standing, tell him how this is affecting your relationship. And then, and then, and then make the choice. Tell him that you love him, tell him that you, that you still want to be together, but this is hurting you. How brainwashed can you be to wear a mask inside your home and both of you are fine? There's not, there's, you two aren't in any, you two don't have compromised immune systems. What, 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 what's the issue? What is the issue? This is very unfortunate. And the sad part is, I can almost guarantee that this dude isn't the only person who's doing this. COVID derangement syndrome. Watching the news too much. Wear your mask, wear your mask. Keep your mask up. Mask up all the time, all the time. Make sure you're socially distancing. Stay away from people. Sanitize everything. Keep on washing your hands all of the time. Stay away from people. Avoid large gatherings. This is a crazy person. He's mentally gone. He's mentally shot. This is what happens when you watch too much of the news. This is what happens, or I should say, this is what can happen when you just listen and deep throat what the mainstream media feeds you. When you just take it and accept it and you don't question it and you don't use your own head. Things like this happen. This is completely and totally absurd and this is very unfair to this woman. How can you do that to your spouse? You want to see the person that you love. You want to see their face. You want to kiss them. You want to be around them. You want to hold their hand. You want to spend time with them. You want to look them in the face. You know, you, you want that physical contact. But it can't happen if you're wearing a mask inside. Having sex with a mask on. That's, that, that's the dumbest thing I've heard this year. But it doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me one bit. This is very sad. It's very sad. But that's what she should do. Give him an ultimatum. Stop masking inside the home or I'm gone. I love you. I want to be with you. I want our relationship to work. Our relationship is wonderful. You're very attractive to me. You're the man of my dreams. I want to grow old with you. I want us to continue building a life together. But I can't do it when you keep on wearing a mask inside the home. And you're vaccinated. And I'm vaccinated. And also explain to him, there is no, there is no such thing as everyone being safe. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. There's never been a time in the history of this world except before the fall of man in Genesis 3 where all people were safe. 
I'll, I'll, I'll take it off when it's safe for everyone. What the hell? What a shame. What a shame. You don't deserve this, ma'am. And you shouldn't put up with this. You need to give him, give him an ultimatum. That's the smaller scale story, the larger scale story. Folks, stop. Let me say this. If you still watch the news after, after all this, there's something, there's something wrong with you. I would say that there's something fundamentally wrong with you. Stop just eating what the mainstream media gives you. What is the best way to prevent COVID? Exercise, eat right, get the right amount of sleep. Those are the best three things you can to protect your body. That's the best. Those are the three best things you can do. Exercise is the greatest medicine. It is the greatest medicine in terms of overall benefit from, you know, to preventing things from colds and flus to cancers and strokes. Exercise. Eat right. Avoid alcohol. Put the right things in your body. Keep the wrong things out of your body. And make sure you're getting the right amount of sleep. That's the best advice you can give we, we could have had for this. For this whole COVID thing. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not, we're not going to talk about that stuff. We're not, we're not going to talk about that stuff. Um, you you got to have the shot. Get the shot in your arm. We need, we need, we need 50% of the population with shots in arms by, by, by the 4th of July. Or else we're not going to make it. Social distance. Stay away from people. What a shame. This is COVID derangement syndrome. I'm going to... That is the craziest thing. I can't, I can't even imagine what my face would look like. If this were my spouse. If this, if this were my spouse, that's, this, this is what I would do. I'd be like, sweetheart, you're not being fair to me. I want to see you. I want to kiss you. I want to see you without your mask. You're vaccinated. Why are we in our home with a mask on? Does that make, does that make any sense to you? It makes no sense. That's just asinine. Take off your mask if you're inside your home. That's completely and totally absurd. Ma'am, give him, give him an ultimatum. Unmask in our home or I'm gone.